Welcome to the Brave and Purposeful Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Young, leadership coach, speaker, and entrepreneur. This is your playbook to being a better leader. Whether you are an emerging leader or a seasoned manager, you'll find tactical and practical strategies and resources here, as well as fresh leadership insights to help you align your values and vision and lead your people well. Leadership is tough. Humans are messy, and this podcast helps you navigate the challenges that come from leading in a modern workplace. I truly believe that the world is a better place when we choose to put our people over profit. We need more courageous leaders who are intentional about how they show up for their people. I hope this podcast inspires you to be brave and purposeful and to lead from the heart every day. Let's dive in. A few weeks ago, I crossed something off my bucket list. It wasn't huge, but it was something I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Everything sort of aligned and it all happened. I went on my first, and hopefully not last, yoga retreat. I have wanted to do a yoga retreat for so long. For whatever reason, they really appeal to me. Like this ability to go for a longer stretch of time, have multiple sessions a day, go somewhere, you know, like my ultimate bucket list would be like a week long yoga retreat in some country on a beach, maybe, I don't know, somewhere really cool. Uh, but this one was not, this one was in Northern Minnesota and it was for just for a weekend. I went with my sister-in-law and honestly had the best time. It was the perfect fall weekend. We had great weather. The trees were, oh my gosh, they were incredible changing and just gorgeous. Like the forests were alive with color. It really gave me a weekend to pause and step back from the day-to-day rush of everything with work, parenting, partnering, like all the things, right? It just allowed me to have a weekend where I could really focus on myself. And there were a couple of things that we did that really set us up for success. And the first was that my sister-in-law and I had an agreement that we were really there for ourselves and not to go into it, to like meet a ton of new people or to make a ton of small talk. That would have been something that just wasn't feeling it. (laughs) That just wasn't on my goal list for that weekend. And so because we were both on the same page, it allowed us to really have a quiet, reflective weekend. At one point, we set our chairs up by the lake, grabbed a glass of wine and read our book for like an hour. And it was just so lovely. The second thing that really worked is setting an intention for the weekend. And for me, it was to have fun just as Alex. We wear so many different labels and hats that sometimes we put ourselves further and further down the priority list. And while I am working on prioritizing myself every week, every day, uh, having a weekend was incredible, especially just the timing of when it came, it just worked out so well. So anyway, this bucket list item of going to a yoga retreat, here's what I love about yoga. I don't do it every day. I want to, um, but I just haven't prioritized it. I haven't given it enough value in my life in the season. There were 
seasons before this when I did. And I just, I love it so much, but here's the thing that always resonates with me when I return to my mat. And that is that yoga is a practice. It is something that you can come back to over and over again. And you're never expected to do anything other than show up. And part of this retreat, one of the things that they made clear was that just by breathing, you are doing yoga. Just think about that. Like, even if you don't do yoga, sometimes we forget that there is sort of this like bare minimum. And that's sometimes good enough, right? Just focusing on your breathing and being intentional about it is yoga. It always strikes me as the parallels between a yoga practice that you can come back to and you can try new things and you can say, you know what, today is not my day and a leadership practice. Because too often we think of leadership as sort of this game that we have to win, right? That we have to show up in a certain way right away. We put these sort of like game ready expectations on ourselves instead of allowing us to practice and try new things and to see how it goes. You have to learn sort of these foundational principles like breathing in yoga. And it's the same thing with life, right? Babies don't just start running. They have to learn to pull themselves up and find their balance. They have to learn how to fall down and get up again. And they have to learn how to shift their weight and take one step forward. And they do that over and over and over again, building up on those skills until they are able to do them together, right? To shift their weight from one side to the other, to take a step, but they have to practice those skills before they put them all together. And it's the same thing, whether you are playing a sport or doing yoga, or if you're in a play, or if you're a leader, you need to practice. I played soccer growing up and I loved it. And I think I love the sport now more than I ever did growing up because (laughs) while I love to play it, I actually hated the practice. I just wanted to play the game, right? Practice and doing drills and doing them over and over and over again. I wanted to play. I wanted to show up for the big game. But as any player knows that you have to practice because that is where you get good. That is where you build your skills, where you prepare yourself for the game. Leadership is a practice because, you know, unlike sports or a show, there isn't a play. There isn't a big game. There isn't something that you're kind of cumulatively working up to, to kind of prove that you've got it. It's a practice where you show up every single day and try to build on these skills And the sooner that you can shift your mindset to think about like, okay, life and leadership is a practice like yoga, where I can try new things. I can stretch myself in ways that maybe I didn't think possible. I can get a do-over, you know, I can run the play again and leadership's like that, right? We build our skills, trying things out, learning different pieces that make leaders succeed so that we can start to put together our own game, our own playbook, so that when it comes to actually executing or running the plays, we have all this experience and practice and trying it out before it actually counts. And so that's not to say that it doesn't count, but it doesn't feel as heavy or as weighted. It's not the Super Bowl, right? It's more of like a series of scrimmages. I love sports. So sports analogies aren't your thing. Hang with me. But in life, 
we typically have time to practice, but we put this pressure on ourselves to be perfect from the get-go, that we should know exactly what we're doing in all situations. We can be imperfect and still improve upon it each time and fix things as we go. But we put this pressure on ourselves to be perfect, to be born knowing how to run. I was asked the other day whether I think that leaders are born or leaders can be made. And emphatically, I said, I think that leaders can be made and not necessarily made, but they can be developed just like kids on a soccer team or a group of people coming together to create a show. Leaders can be developed. Yes. Some people have this innate talent that you can hope to coach out of them. And some would rather be anywhere but where they are right now. And as a coach and as a leader, your job is to put those pieces together in hopes of creating a team that can work well together and get the job done. But without practice, you'll never have that chance to perfect it. And not even to perfect it, but just to practice it, to try it out, to see where your strengths are, to see where you're going to be challenged. That is just as important. When we don't give ourselves a chance to practice, we put too much pressure on the big game to show up and prove ourselves without actually knowing if we can do it, without having given ourselves the opportunity to build that confidence and to build those skills along the way so that we might even have a chance of doing it the way we want to. It is no different than when you have to have a very difficult conversation with someone and you put it off and you put it off and you put it off because you are scared of how it might go or how it might turn out. And so what if you approached it as I'm going to try out this conversation? I'm going to practice some wording. I'm going to say it one way and I'm going to say it another way and maybe have someone to practice with so that you can play off of them. That way, when it comes time for the game time scenario, right? The time to have the actual conversation, I've had all these different scenarios and I've tried them out and I feel more confident. I'm more prepared for whatever comes my way. I'm prepared for what the other person might bring to this conversation too. And that preparation, that practice is what gives us confidence. We all know somebody who maybe has this extraordinary amount of self-confidence, but doesn't necessarily have the skills to back it up. And when push comes to shove more often than not, that person finds themselves flailing and stumbling even further because the other thing, because the next thing that practice teaches us is that it's okay to fail because we can always, always try again. We can always start over. We can always learn to pivot. And so your playbook as a leader is to shift your mindset into thinking about leadership as a practice, as something where you can show up, try out different skills, try out different things that maybe make you feel uncomfortable to stretch yourself and get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And so at my yoga retreat a couple of weeks ago, I was grateful for that reminder that leadership is a practice. And when we show up and we do the work, we get the results. So how are you going to show up and practice as a leader this week? Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to lead from the heart. All right, that's it for now. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Brave and Purposeful Leadership Podcast. You can find the show notes for all podcast episodes over at alexanderyoung.co slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to tell someone 
send the episode to a coworker, share it with your friends on social media, and leave a five-star review here on the podcast. And don't forget to lead from the heart. We'll chat soon.